and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode three hundred and forty-five. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How, how's things? Uh, it seems like a lifetime ago since I spoke to you last. Yeah, oh, man. When when did we last do the podcast? Sunday, a week ago. Oh, <laughs> yes. Sunday. My bad. <laughs> Definitely a lifetime. A couple of lifetimes in uh, Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, joining us back for this week's episode is the one and only Matt P. Video. Matt, how are you? I'm very well, mate. I thought for sure you were coming to me first this week. You did. You did this with your mouth. You went. You went for like an M. Yeah. I saw it. I witnessed it. You want the truth? Go on. I forgot what your name was. Wow. I literally went... One week. Fresh. Mark. I literally... No, Mark no. <laughs> no, I couldn't think of what your like your, your intro was, which is Matt P video. Don't ask yeah. me why I couldn't think of it. It just didn't come to my brain for a second. That's fair. You know? That's fair. I'll let you off. It happened. Uh, if you didn't know, this is My Xbox and Me, our weekly Xbox podcast here on YouTube.com slash My Xbox and Me and across all podcast services. If you want to get the show early, head over to Patreon.com slash MC Fixer where you can get some other goodies and some other stuffs. And it's a new month. So big shout out to our Patreon producers, Erin Guard and the one and only FNH Hall. Thank you, lads, for all your continued support. Keeping the lights on and keeping this show going. Topic of the show this week. Not so much a question, but I think we can form a question around it. So I'm going to read it in its entirety, and then we'll tackle it bit by bit after that, all right? Love it. Dear Corey... Okay, let's stop right there. Hold up, everybody. Let's slow it down. My go, name... Let's just rewind slightly, because you said, I'm going to read yeah, this in its entirety, and then... <laughs> my name is MC Fixer. My name is Fixer. My name... Is fix. My name isn't Corey on this goddamn podcast. Don't be calling me Corey. You're not my mum. Anyone got anything to say on that? You I, if you, I'm gonna knock you out. <laughs> what? 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 What you got to say? I'm not. I'm not gonna say. It. I'm not gonna say it. Core. <clears throat> I hate you. Shut up. Anyway, dear MC Fixer, Crash, Matt, and Haley. How does Hayley keep getting mentioned? Listening to last week's episode, uh, 343, and your chat about anxiety around completion uh, made me reflect on my own gaming habits. Pre-pandemic, my commute to work was my regular chance to uh, indulge using Switch or mobile, and now following lockdown slash remote working, a cheeky 60 to 30 minutes, 30 to 60 minutes of an evening is actually rare, but a true joy. Life of any gamer parent is one filled with uh, consistent interruptions. So quick resume, game pass, play anywhere, is slash R, far and away my favorite next-gen features. All of a sudden, my gaming life mirrors my insert streaming platform of choice life. Okay, which life? <laughs> the content uh, buffet is open, and on a whim, I consume multiple short-form slash long-form offerings on demand. I can sample any item on the menu. The buffet hosts remember exactly how far through I am with every item. I can assure, uh, sorry, I can access the content buffet from my device, uh, from any device. The analog 
sorry, the analog is making me hungry for more content, so I'll stop. But before I do, Corey, my name is Fixer. Stop calling me Corey. Corey, don't feel guilty that you aren't clearing your content plate. The all-you-can-eat uh, rules have gone. There's so much more than you can, uh, so much more you can consume on offer. The goal here isn't uh, isn't full belly; it's happy taste buds. There is no game in recent memory uh, that's particularly due to sleep deprivation, <laughs> deprivation that I would have been able to play without some some sorry without sometimes chucking chunking into twenty minutes. One short, it's um, in small doses. Yeah. Microsoft's content catering service really provides the best dining experience, and I hope the competition sees the work of their rivals and levels up their hospitality team. Like the content uh, buffet junk. I can't stop. Yeah, you've gone with an analogy here, and I respect it. I respect yeah, it too. a lot. Thanks for reading. Law, aka Original Cookie Map. P.S. Play this door. It's delicious. Agreed. Thank you for the email. We do appreciate it. I think the, the question has opened up more, uh, a broader question of, I'm now hungry. And not only that, but sure. um, a, a bigger question in terms of beating video games, which is something we touched on a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if we went into full, full in depth. I, I've, I've always been of the mind that to be considered a reviewer, you should beat said video. We have changed and we've become something different. And I wouldn't really consider us reviews. When you see us do reviews, they are more impressions more than they are reviews nowadays. Just because the sheer amount of time it takes to review a game. And I've got so much respect and, uh, and admiration for anybody who reviews video games. Because to sit down and play a video game that is 40 hours long... And to be in a four-day span or a three-day span or a two-day... Sometimes it can be stupid, these embargoes. You really do have to give people credit. Because not only are they reviewing said game, they are playing it. They have, to make the, they have to make the review. They've got to write the review. Some people are doing video. Some people are doing TikTok content around it. it it's, it's become a whole another monster. And I think just the way I've changed, especially now that I'm almost 30 years old, and just the way my business has been set up is very different. I just don't have time. I don't feel, I don't feel guilty anymore. There was a, to, to full transparency. There, there was a time that I was like, especially since all this GTA stuff is starting to really take off. That I was like, do I still deserve to have a seat at the table on my Xbox and me? And do I still deserve to have an opinion on certain things? And yeah, I do because it's an opinion. That's all it is. You're listening to free schmucks in different parts of the world, talk about the things they love. Yeah, you can pull faces all you want, Chris. You know, like, that's what we do here. So I don't feel guilty anymore. I did. And just life has changed, you know? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Where do you come down on this, Matt? Like, in terms of, like, eating games nowadays and things like that. You're, you work in the industry as well. As have, so other than doing just this, you have another industry job. Like, what's it like for you nowadays? I think I think in general the conversation is changing, right? And I think you're right. I think there's a difference between journalists and and reviewing games as a journalist and reviewing games like we do, right? Like like we did with Dying Light. I think at this point you should, or hopefully you will get to a point if you're brand new to this show where you will 
learn enough about us to know, to understand what we're saying when we're talking about a game, right? When you put 10 hours into Dying Light and I put 60 hours into Dying Light, yeah. you know where that game's going. You know what you're enjoying about that yeah. game and, and you know if it's a game for you or not. And what we're trying to offer is more context on top of how you already know us yeah. and the sort of games we enjoy to align your thoughts with ours and, and give you a good idea of whether or not you will enjoy this game. Um, when you're a journalist, I think there's there's potentially, depending on which publication you work for and stuff like that, but there's potentially more pressure to be more objective in reviewing stuff than subjective. Um, I don't know about objective. I disagree with that part of it, right? If, as long as yeah, I'm understanding words I, properly. I think, no, yeah, yeah. Objective is like... Um, being bias right no uh, that's subjective no subjective. no but i'm saying like objective subjective in terms of like for me i think what maybe this is what you meant i don't know but what i think it is is like if you're looking for an in-depth review on something beyond do i like said video game you go to your igens your polygons your this your that that's you go for that deep dive of of a spoiler free review about said thing with me, at least from my point of view, I'm going to jump on the podcast and be like, these are all the things I love about it, and here's a couple of things I dislike about it, and then let someone else make up their mind based on that. And it isn't, yeah. this game has 25 maps and 22 guns, and these mechanics are do 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 We'll touch on mechanics if they're really cool. Yeah. But other than that, you know what the basis of a video game is. You don't need us to explain the X is to jump, and this is to do this, and this is to do that, right? Um, and maybe that's almost never jump. No, I know. <laughs> that's, that's PlayStation. No, but I'll... it could have been. It could have been. Don't don't do that. It could have been. What uses X to jump? Give it could have been. I'm just saying it could have been. Give me one game. Just one game. Do you know what the problem is? X is the crouch in GTA. So on on the keyboard. So I think that's where my mind went. Uh, okay, I'll let you slide. Um. Yeah. Maybe then instead of objective, I should have said analytical. Okay. I think. I think. Yep. Look. I think whoever is reviewing Elden Ring um, for any publication should probably, and you could argue this, yes or no, whatever, should probably have played other From Software games, should probably have an understanding yes. of what the legacy yeah. of that game means. Um, and then and then look at it from that point of view of, of what does this mean to a brand new player? What does this mean to an, an experienced player? What is, and then I'm going to score this game in the grand scheme of the scoring of my website and therefore, if I give Elden Ring a 10 and Horizon gets a 9, that says something. Analytically or objectively, that says something. And they have to be aware of that, right? That's not something that we do. Yeah. I think um, one thing that's important to talk about, as long as we're talking about reviews, is I forget who it was, but somebody did tweet her out um, while all the Elden Ring reviews were coming out that a lot of times reviewers, when you get so far into a franchise, a reviewer will be like, I don't want to review that because I won't enjoy that experience and you won't get a good review out of me so the longer those franchises exist the more they go to um players who enjoy those games and in a way you also get a more truthful review for the people who enjoy those franchises which sometimes can look more biased and skewed than necessary doesn't mean that they're inaccurate and doesn't mean that what's being said is wrong it's I just agree. they're made for the people who like those games which i think is a good thing about a review that's how a review should work as well Something I've seen a lot of people saying about Elden Ring specifically is, is this is a good place to jump into if you're new to From Software games. 
And I actually don't agree with that. We, we can talk more about it later, but will, yeah. um, I, I would love for a site to say, this person loves these games and is going to review it. And this person has never played these games before and is also going to review it. And both of those reviews are going to live um, sort of independently of one another. I would love to see that aspect of it. Um, and I think you do get that a lot more with podcasts. You know, like like if we decide we're going to do an Elden Ring review episode, I don't know if we are, if we can be bothered to put we, that much time I mean, into this game. That comes down to you two, to be honest with you. Sure. I, I'm and, not getting to Elden Ring till 2029, so... But but I still think that's an interesting perspective to have, right? Like yeah. the, the fixer perspective on it versus me versus Crash and, yeah. and our experience with previous games and yada yada yada. Um, so yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I don't. I no longer have. I used to get like I'll I'll admit that I used to come on the podcast, especially as we've grown and as we've we've changed and and things are very different. I used to get on the podcast, especially early stages of the ETA world. Um, and feel really bad that I hadn't played this week's What's Been in Our Box. Nothing's changed for me. I used to feel bad about that, but now I just, I'm open to the fact of like, no, I spend my time in different ways. After streaming for eight to 12 hours, I no longer then go, now I'm going to play yeah. Elden Ring for four hours. I don't do that. I go, oh, let's watch the Kanye documentary. Because my 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 um not commitments but my uh, priorities are different. I'd yeah. rather spend that four hours with my fiance where beyond. But back when I was eighteen, nineteen, I said Beyonce, I know. and at eighteen, nine, yeah, she's my Beyonce. Don't watch that. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six. Like I was able to do that, and I had more hours in the day. Now every hour is spoken for. Which is like wild. Even like today, Hayley's comes home and like, what's for dinner? I'm like, I don't know, I'm going to do the podcast. I think as well, you have a unique perspective in not many people have been covering Xbox in the same way that you've been covering Xbox for as long as you have. Oh, um, don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that does give you a unique perspective. Just because you haven't played Elden Ring doesn't mean you don't deserve to give your opinion on uh xbox's business decisions or yeah exactly exactly and so like um and and look the people who listen to this podcast every week know this right and know that so um yeah i just thought it was an interesting conversation 100 and and i think it's interesting as well like uh cookie man i think isn't actually talking about reviewing in his question right like we've taken it that way because there wasn't there wasn't really a question in it it was more just him saying don't don't feel bad (laughs) we're all busy we've all got lives that don't stress yeah the podcast just makes it a little bit different because we do talk about games and yeah. we get messages all the time from people like, Oh, we bought this game because, because you guys you. said you liked it and mm-hmm. all stuff like that. Right. So it's just, it puts it in a different perspective on whether you feel like finishing a game is necessary to give it a show. I think not. the thing that, the thing that uh, is important to me nowadays is you, nowadays you will know if I love a game to that level because I'm going to be on the podcast and I'll be like, yo, I haven't stopped playing insert video game here. And mm. now, like once I remember playing Fallout 4 and grinding all the way through it, I was never a Fallout guy. Did I enjoy my time with it? Yeah, I really enjoyed my time with it. That doesn't mean that I loved it though. And like, it, 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 like now I feel like my time's more precious. So now even more so you understand 
stupid things like I cannot wait for two point uh two point campus to come. I'm going to put stupid amount of hours into that game. I already know. Like, because it's that type of game that I enjoy, and that's it. Yeah. It's the I don't I no longer have time for the RPGs of this world. I no longer have time for open world games unless they're doing something new and something special and something different and the story gets me and there's I just don't see myself ever being that invested again in a game like that. Like Elder Ring's a different example because everyone's excited for that game and and I spoke about last week. We'll hear about Matt's opinions on it soon. I will get to it this year and I will try it out. Is it going to be for me? No. The only reason I bought it and we all bought our copies just so people are aware. The only reason I bought it is because my brother-in-law bought it. That's why I bought it. I didn't buy it because I wanted it. I wouldn't even play the game this year because it just isn't a me game. I was watching um, Wolf play a minute ago and he was on a horse and the horse was jumping and then he jumped off a cliff and died. And he started screaming, and I was like, "No, absolutely not." <laughs> Do you know what but I mean? Can, like, no. But it's the gamble. You can I double I can jump with your horse. I know. I know. It Fun fact, Matt. I don't know if you've done it yet, but it doesn't actually decrease the height you're falling from. So if you jump from really high while you're landing, and you're like, "Oh, I can make this because I can double jump close to the ground," it doesn't work that way. Thank you for telling me <laughs> from that. Because I would have. Like, nope. You. I would have definitely fucked that at some point. But yeah, um, man. But yeah, I, and going back to what Cookie Man was saying, like I totally agree with him. Like, I, I we've always talked about us hoping that Game Pass will enable developers to take more of a risk yes. and to make shorter experiences yes. that do something interesting. Um, and they're the sort of games that are getting me in. Like, I haven't shut up about uh, Forgotten City and and the Artful Escape. Right, both very short experiences, both really well executed games, both doing something I think relatively unique. Um. And hopefully we see more stuff like that. And I think we will in the next three, four, five years. But it's totally fine if you jump into Forgotten City for 45 minutes, decide it's not for you and bounce out because Game Pass allows you to do that. Um, I think there are positives and negatives to that ultimately, but... I'm I'm going to just say I think even without Game Pass, it's completely fine to do that. Oh, oh of course, of course. You've forever. always been off the mind of this. Yeah, You've it's like I'll okay play with. a game and as soon as a game's like... If a game's out of sight and then it also becomes out of mind, I'm done with that game. I'm not going to go back to it. I'm looking at you. Yeah. I was planning on going back. Nope. Nope. If I forget about it and then I see it and I still don't want to play it at that point, it's like, I have no interest in this game. It's not worth it. I'm going to worsen my experience by going back to that game. Even if I really, really enjoyed it, I could force myself to play that game. And that what would be an A or an A plus game becomes a B. Because yeah. I just forced myself to finish it for no reason. I think that shift in mindset comes with age a little bit. Like, if I got a game when I was 12 yeah. that I didn't like, but I got that game for my birthday, You're playing that damn I'm game. finishing that goddamn you game. <laughs> like, you have nothing else to play. Exactly. <laughs> At least for exactly. me growing up, it's like, that's what you have. If you don't like yeah. it, tough luck. You're going to play that because there's nothing else. See, you know, I had the opposite experience. Really? Oh, yeah, the game, because my dad owned the game, game shop. shop. So it yeah, was, yeah. Dad, I don't like this game. All right, give it back to me. Pick a different one. Dad, I don't like this game. That's why I never... I don't think I beat games, like, properly beat games. I beat Resident Evil, so that didn't really can. But other than Resident Evil, I don't think I beat any video game until I was, like, 14, 15. It's bad. Because, again, I had the... Don't get me wrong. I did yeah, not yeah. acting like I had, like, a load of stuff. I didn't, like... And my dad yeah. was... For a man who owned a video game, he was mad stingy. I'm not going to lie to you, love. But 
like I, I did have this very weird that's what like Nintendo I have like no affinity to Nintendo because mm. when I had an N64 one week I'd have Diddycom Racing one week I'd have Mario Kart one week I'd have Smash one week I wouldn't have Smash one week I'd have Mario Party one week I wouldn't and then that just happened throughout my entire life all the way till the 360 it was only the 360 I was like no <laughs> it was it was that it was that's what i said that like Haley bought our xbox one yeah when it first when it first launched that was the first ever console that came out i and was bought and like bought for me that couldn't be taken away from me like that's mad <laughs> <laughs> like yeah crazy crazy uh let's move on because we got we got a lot going on uh let's jump into fix this sack if you want to email in my xbox to be podcast at gmail that's my xbox podcast at gmail.com matt i don't know what i was doing wrong matt <laughs> matt you want you, you, do you want to talk wait, about wait, wait what is this why you couldn't sign in i don't know i don't know so so here's what happened everybody yeah i've i streamed the first few hours of elden ring right we, did you actually stream it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah oh how did it go much attention you pay dude, i was dude no 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 um can I keep it 1,000% like this is not a you thing. This is a me thing. And this is the, uh, bro, you know how pissed I was that you messed, like even messaged me. I was literally in bed. It wasn't your fault. I understand you needed me, but I was in bed watching the Kanye documentary. My phone vibrates. I'm like, don't worry about it. Phone vibrates. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm like, who the hell is messaging me? What is going on? I look, it's Matt. I'm putting in the password right, but it's not working. So go on, story time, hit me. Yeah, so so we we like announced that I was going to be doing the Elden yeah. Ring stream, and and then I didn't have time to actually like test mm. that I could get into the account, and that all my OBS stuff was working, and that my Elgato capture card was working, and all stuff like that. So then an hour before I was supposed to go live, I was like, nothing's working, and I'm panicking help me including not being able to log into the my xbox and me podcast at gmail.com account we maybe we shouldn't be so exact on reading that out loud but they'd have to guess the password which they never will um if they did like you're not you're not you're not winning at life i promise um so yeah you gave me the password you gave me the email i tried it like 10 times could not get in and then tried it one more time, and for some reason it just worked that time. So how was it? it? What was the experience like? You streaming? It was really good fun. It, the people who are in there helping me out. Um, I think I think they were all like subscribers anyway. Like maybe a couple of new people in there. I don't really know, but I had a blast, and um, I think it actually really helped me out. There were a couple of yep. very useful hints people were giving me, mm-hmm. and I was like, did I miss a line of dialogue somewhere? How was I supposed to know to do this? And they were just like. Welcome to Elden Ring. And I was like, thank God. Otherwise, I'd be totally <laughs> screwed right now. He cheating in Elden Ring. Who Bro, I, I, ref- I refuse to play those type of games without chat. Zagira, yeah, man, it really helped me. All those type of games, I refuse to play it without chat. I think uh, without chat, a, very, <laughs> a very important message to anybody who's playing Elden Ring uh, or any Souls game ever, because I've seen a lot of people talking about like using gods and even like spells and summoning in the game. Like, Play however you want that makes the game 100%. fun for yep. you. 100%. F anybody who saw you, you're playing the game wrong. Yeah. Like, just ignore them. Play however you want. If you getting help from people is how you want to play it, play like that. Dude, I cheesed the whole of Sekiro 
And people in my chat were like, oh, you're playing it wrong. I was like, fam, this is the most fun I've ever had. I'm standing by this wall where this witch thing can't get to. And I'm just slapping it in the head for about an hour. You Loved it. You want to know the most exhilarating feeling when you're playing something like Elden Ring within the first week and you have to figure out the cheeses because you can't beat the bosses. Yeah. yeah, it's a very, very enjoyable feeling to not actually beat the boss the way they're supposed to. So yeah, it was, there were heartbreaking moments. They were joyous moments as with all Souls games. And uh, yeah, the chat really helped me out and I really appreciate it. And I think I will just do that every Monday now. I will just stream every Monday night a bit of Elden Ring. I'm not going to not play Elden Ring oh, yeah. to stream it. Like, I'm just going to... Yeah. We're just going to drop in wherever I am and we're nice. going to run through. Because um, I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to be playing it anyway. So why not hang out with the with the lovely people and watch it? Let them watch me play it. And, and like, I was... Right at the end of that stream, like, I'm full-on heartbroken. Oh. What happens right at the end of that stream is, is devastating to me. Um, so, so my big question you can is... See it. Can we expect some streams from Crash now? Ooh. Ooh, good question. Can we expect some co-op Elden Ring from me no, and Crash? Crash doesn't play co-op. He told me he would refuse to play co-op with me. When did so I say that? Oh, no, when did I say that? that? I'll play co-op with you, Matt. Yay! <laughs> Monday, I'll play co-op with you. Elden Ring with the boys. Elden Ring what with the me? boys. I'm not going to be there. I guess you're not one of the boys. Um. Dang. Tried to get Halo and the boys <laughs> off the ground. That didn't work. Also, Elden Ring with the different group of boys. If Fixer watches the sort of beginning of that stream, he'll never let me stream ever again. So let's just pray he doesn't. No, I won't. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't. But I'm gonna. I'm not gonna watch because. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> based on the description from at Crash at the start of the most recent episode of my Xbox and me. Elden Ring sounds most similar to Hollow Knight. Difficult, Souls-like, combat-focused, atmospheric world, rich with secrets and lore. If more reviews made this comparison, it would have appealed to me much more. Are Elden Ring and Hollow White siblings or distant cousins? So I was going to answer this in the Discord, but my answer would have been like, I don't know because I didn't really play Hollow Knights. Oh, yeah. So I was hoping Matt could actually answer that. No. Never played Hollow Knight, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, tr I tried Hollow Knights. It wasn't for me. Um, and I don't know if it was the 2D aspect of it or whatever the case be. I just didn't really dig it. So I can't really... I, it's unfair for me to make this comparison either way. What I would say is... Um, it's difficult to tell here, Cookie Man, if you've played other Souls-like games. I would say that Elden Ring, and again, I'm only a couple of hours in, so maybe Crash will say I'm totally wrong, but um, I would say it is the kind of perfect culmination of all the Souls games that have been so far. Like, I think it encourages the stealth of Sekiro, the aggression of Bloodborne, the uh, kind of methodical nature of Dark Souls games, Um combined in an open world that i think works well so far being very shallow into it as i am um the thing i struggle with with you know like i said earlier is, is people saying that this is a good place to jump into souls games I, I think like the linear nature of previous souls games actually helps new players in a way that this doesn't massively um but like i say i'm super early maybe i'll change my mind on that but i actually agree with that i think it's really easy to get lost in the game, and I think if you 
if you expect it in a Souls game, I think you're absolutely fine with getting lost in it because you understand how Souls games work. Yeah. But if you're like, I just want to get to the next point right now, I want to continue this story or narrative, which is non-existent. I've not even played the game, and I know it's non-existent. It's not not non-existent. I think that's unfair to say, especially for this game. But Souls games tell their story in their own way, and a lot of it is like environmental storytelling, and you doing your... I don't, ha- I don't know how to make it you can't sound say too not much. like a chore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, not even that. It's, oh. it's like you have to pay, be paying attention to the surroundings as you're going through to pick up on story nods, story beats, or stuff. Because a lot of the story is what happened in the world and what's happening in the world. And that's not something the game will just tell you. It won't give it to you on a silver platter. Um, whether that's good for you or whether you like that or not, that's very divisive. Some people... Don't even realize that uh, Souls games have a story. Some people absolutely don't care about it. That's me. Um, I don't understand them. There you go. I I think yeah. I I think um, as far as Souls games go, maybe the the kind of base level story in Elden Ring at least appears to be quite easy to grasp for me yeah. very early on. Um, but like you say, Souls is all about this world that has lived for thousands of years before you and will live thousands of years after and you get all that by picking up items and reading item descriptions in menus and talking to npcs over and over again and like deciphering what the hell they're on about and stuff like that right and so um yeah i i I agree with everything you just said i think rush as far as if this is hollow knight sibling i have no idea maybe i should play hollow knight finish out the rank first old game's old yeah. With Shadow Warrior 3 being the first title made available on its release date via PlayStation Now service, is this an early sign of growing influence in the console and gaming space of Game Pass? Or is this just what newcomers moving into the established space have to do? Uh, E.g. free PC games uh, Epic Store. Nintendo uh Nintendo like to lead slash dictate terms of the industry. Does this help slash hinder the potential success of us in? Um, and this is all from all those questions were from original cookie man. Uh, I think for me, I agree with you on the old um, Epic having to give away free games. I think that was not only was that a smart business choice because again, their competitor doesn't do it, which is, steam um but they're also competing against the likes of uh, playstation now and xbox live play this playstation now shadow warrior may like i would consider it a move if it was a big title but because it's shadow warrior free i think it was more a case of maybe they playstation have finally opened up the checkbook and been like oh okay you game we will start to pay for this it's not even this. I don't know if it's exclusive or not. PlayStation. I don't believe I it don't, is. Um, yeah. But we'll pay for you to bring it to our service first, so we can see how that looks number wise. Yeah. So uh, like they're also coming out with their own Game Pass type service. The rumors have been going crazy about it. Yep. Um. This probably is just them. Like we want to work out all the kinks we can for how this is going to function on our end. Yeah. And how we're going to deal with developers and how that conversation is going to go. I'd imagine that's what this is a part of. Also, for games to be on Game Pass when they launch and stuff like that, like you've seen it with even with something like PlayStation Plus with Fall Guys and what's the other game they got really big on there? Um, the Rocket car League. one, Rocket, Rocket League, League, but League. also less big was that Destruction All Stars, yeah, 
but that was a PlayStation yeah. 5 exclusive title. True. When no, when no yeah. one could get their hands on play. That, I generally yeah. I had a good time playing that game. That game would have done fine. We're still we're even not great, but fine. Just if there was more PlayStation, they could have sold through what they had. People would have played that game hundred percent. Yeah. So being on services like Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, and maybe even I don't know what to what degree PlayStation now, but being on those services can help your game, especially if you have a good game. Because we've seen uh, people talk about Game Pass like, oh, our game comes on Game Pass. We still sell good yeah. numbers after that. People buy our game. So there's not necessarily a hindrance for them to do that. Maybe depending on when release to um, it being on Game Pass might affect it. But from what we know, it's still beneficial no matter when that happens for the most part. Yeah. No, I, I just don't see this as serious competition yet. But speaking of... Sarah Squid 69 comes in with an email. It's a long one, so strap in. Sony is yet to release the uh, release details on the rumored Project Spartacus, which is meant to be their version of Game Pass-like service to appeal to the current market. New information has been leaked, giving us the first lick, sorry, look at what the program might be. There will be three tiers, and then there was an image that she posted, uh, for $10 a month, Fix and Matt, can convert this to british process themselves the same price as console or pc game pass you get three monthly games which is basically the same same as their current service of playstation plus the 13 a month you get free games and a catalog of games how vast this catalog will be is yet to be seen or how would how it would even compare to game pass for 16 bucks a month you would get streaming classic games and game trials for possible new uh, new first-party games. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is $15 a month. It includes both PC Game Pass, streaming through Clad, XLAD, EA Play, and the collection of classic Xbox and 360 games that were already included in the base subscription service. Obviously, it's unfair to compare this to what Game Pass is currently since it's not out yet and Game Pass has had the better of two years to grow and expand its service. Do you think this is a smart, a, a smart way to launch a competitive service to Game Pass? Not whether Sparkus will succeed or not. At the end of the day, we know the catalogue of games, but a base service level, could this compete with Game Pass? Do you feel the price they're asking for is fair? for what they're offering or do you have a suggestion for how sony could improve the service um i'm gonna leave it there oh wait i'm gonna read this last we would like uh for the rivalry service to be a good be good competition uh it's always good and it make game pass better in the long run have a good one gents matt drop that email the email the, the... matt what's the email yeah I don't know what the I don't know what that's in reference to. You don't. What's the email? He knows what it's in reference to. My my, my Xbox and me at gmail.com. Idiot. Max, podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Absolute idiot. <laughs> the panic. The absolute the panic. idiot. So I think the big uh, question here is: Do do we see? Don't don't worry about um, the content. Worry about the price, and will this be an active competitor? No. I still think it's too complicated, if I'm being totally honest. I, agree. I think that the reason Game Pass worked 
you got to remember, Game Pass launched just on Xbox, first of all, before we even had PC and x and stuff like that. The reason that worked was because it was simplistic and it was pay said amount of money or said amount, and it used to be 100 was the title, right? For 100 plus games. And now we're probably at 200 plus games. And that was the market. Hit over your head, hit over your head, hit over your head. I just don't know what the market here is for, is for Sony. It's pay us 16 bucks a month to stream classic games and get trials for our new games and get third-party games. And it, I, I just I don't like where the message is. Yeah, I agree. So go on, Crash. To be fair, they, they haven't given yet. their messaging. True. Yeah. Uh, but I, I agree with you. Like, with all the... If this ends up being, like, the plethora of services, it's going to be very confusing on how they will sell that to people. Well, where's the... You're not... How can you compete with the $1? Yeah, I, to, no matter what PlayStation does, and they could do anything. The only thing they could do is day one party. our first party games. 100%. If that doesn't happen, there's nothing PlayStation can do in the beginning to compete with Xbox. Great game Pass has been out for how long? Like I don't know Three if people remember how Plus. Game Pass was when it first came out. No first parties. I don't know if I, I exactly. I don't know if I could have made a big argument for people to have Game Pass then. I think it was a. I think it was. I a remember good when I had it at first, and I was like, "This is good," but there's cool. nothing. There's no, no big. <laughs> I remember Payday Two yeah. was on there, and a few other like old games, I think and I was like, "Okay." Gears of War um, Four was the first big one, right? The first time a yes. game launched with it, or was it Sea of Thieves? No, I think well, Gears was first, right? Before Sea of Thieves was Gears was Gears Four before Sea of so. Thieves. Might you'd have to fact check it, but I yeah I, I okay. don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, rem I remember two. Gears being like the first one, because I, I remember <laughs> the reason I remember this. This is gonna sound weird, but so stick with me. I remember like getting a review copy for one of the get for that game or Sea of Thieves and being like, man, I finally got a review copy from Xbox, but I was gonna get it for free anyway. Typically, <laughs> you know. <laughs> for free yeah interesting well great. interesting do you know what i've got a phone call from somebody that's why so that that confused me Go on, got it. okay um i think i think they should really heavily and this is providing that this service is as good as people are hoping it will be uh really heavily lean into the backwards compatibility nature of this it's and the fact that you're going to be able to okay you're going to be able to stream classic games okay. however that functionality works that's what they should be leaning into heavily because well, you're right they're not going to do their first party games they're not going to do spider-man 2 and god of war 2 and none of that's going to happen so they need to lean really heavily into their back catalog and their nostalgia and and uh those kinds of things and i still don't know if that's enough um well by look it is enough because you're gonna get schmucks like me that want to play resident evil 1 2 and 3 and I'm going to pay but the £16 a month to play it. I think the important question, because it's not backwards compatible, is no. will Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 be on it? That's... I think the third-party support for the service will be, if they go into the, um, here's all these classics that we have, is are they going to get that third-party support? I could see Capcom, 100%. I could see Resident Evil being on that for sure. But it's like, how much does that go? Because um, Crash Bandicoot, I don't know who actually owns the old ones, right? At this point in time, I I would have thought it's Activision. But do they own? Yeah. But do they own? Because with old titles, it's always weird with like the original copies and the original versions of those games. That I don't know how 
that ownage would go. I don't know if it's Activision. I don't know if they made a deal with Sony way back in the day because they clearly own the IP and they were able to do the remake and all that stuff and put it on other platforms. With the original version. Probably Activision, right? Which is weird. So it's like, will Microsoft... Well, depending on when the service comes out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Will they be able to get the... Yeah, will they be able to get the okay from them? And I think... Yes. Completely honest, I think Microsoft would be fine with it. 100%. I don't think Microsoft would say no to that. I think Microsoft would be like, sure, you can put it on your service. We don't have an issue with that. Well, they're not doing nothing with it. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. It's about making money with it. I just... Anything that's... We've spoken about this before. Free tiers don't work. And if... I don't like free trials. I think they're dumb. Um, It works with... It works with EA Play because of the type of games that they were putting out. Give me 10 hours trial of FIFA all day long. Give me 10 hours trials of Madden all day long. But I don't want a three hour trial of Horizon. So I have a question. What if the first tier... Because I've seen people saying that it's going to combine with PlayStation Plus, Plus and stuff yeah. like that. What if the first tier is PlayStation Plus and they have... It'd be so easy if they had just one additional tier over that. But it's two it different is. tiers. Oh, no. you're saying, sorry, you're saying, so PlayStation Plus, yeah, so it's PlayStation, like PlayStation Plus, experience, and then, whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, would that's, be that's easier it. sell. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah they, I think the two different tiers just confuses it. Yeah, I agree. And uh, go back to what you were saying about trials. Um, fix. I I don't think I I don't know. I would love to see the numbers on how many people use those EA Play trials. I bet it's nothing. FIFA's I low. bet it's so low. FIFA's Do you think? Low. Oh, FIFA's if low. If you're playing FIFA for 10 hours, you're buying FIFA. Yeah, 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 but you're starting your yeah, own you 10 hours early. Yeah. Oh, sure. The early access how... thing is a bit different. Well, that's what we're talking about. That's what it is. That's literally what you're talking about. Well, I got 10 no, hours free of Battlefield think... and I don't I didn't use it. I downloaded Battlefield. Yeah. I had every intention also, of using it, and I didn't. So. We also don't know if those trials are going to be early access. No, no, but I assume not. I don't have to. I don't think they will either. But I don't think they have to be. I think I just don't see the appeal of play Spider-Man Two for two hours. Play. I agree. Um, oh. Horizon Forbidden West for two hours. I don't see the appeal. That to me is just a crappy marketing tool of like, we want you to buy said game. It's like, well, your competitor, who which is Xbox, are giving us the full game. I don't mm-hmm. want the two hours, even if Look, it's five hours. I think you guys are missing what Sony's going for with this. Clearly, Sony wants the classic experience. Yes. They're giving you the classics, and they're giving you demos back. You guys wanted demos back. <laughs> Sony's going for it. They're going to ship them to you on discs as well, yeah? <laughs> In my discless PS5, screw you. Don't is care. That's not um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think I think yeah, I agree with everything you guys have said. Three tiers is too many. Um, I think in the marketing for this, they lean really heavily on the classic Classics. game collection. But I, I we do worry that we finally did it. PlayStation can now play PlayStation Two games via streaming. What do people want from that? That they can't the already play the bouncer. You think that's what people want well, from that? Would it be streaming in this case? Would you maybe? I think I think I don't with like all the rumors, I don't perceive it as being streaming. Oh, sorry. Is that what I yeah, no, no, you'll be able to download Okay. Them. Yeah, yeah, got sorry. It, got yeah, it. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Sorry, no. No, it won't I, be a streaming thing. It'll be a you'll be able to download them. Um yeah. I, I would um I'm struggling to see what in the PlayStation Black catalog would get people really excited for this. Yeah, but are you a PlayStation fan like that? 
I think there's plenty of games. Yeah. I think, like, if you're looking at the PS1 era, there's so many games that just came out on the PS1. There's so the, many games that just came out on the PS2. That's but the it's point. Like, can, there's so many games we can't A lot get of them to. are third parties. Yeah, for pe- people who are, like, gaming historians or whatever yep. you'd want to call it, people who are super into Purists. those older games. Like, a feature like this would be great for them. Yeah. But the question is, like, again, how many of those third parties are going to be willing to put their games on it? Will Square Enix put some of their old RPGs oh, on it? I'm sure they will. Yes, they will. That would be everywhere. huge. But that's I agree. everywhere already. Yeah, exactly. That's everywhere already. And I agree that a lot of... There, there are some of those people. But there's not a big group of people. And, and I, I'm struggling to think of the, of the games that people would really give a shit about. Tomb Raider 1, maybe. But they've released that on mobile. You can get that anywhere. One. Well, I'm just thinking of like iconic PlayStation Final games. Crisis. Time Crisis. I wouldn't put Dino Crisis up there. I don't know. I don't think I, people I, people don't know Dino Crisis in the same way they know Tomb Raider. Like that's or Spyro or Crash or there's no way. Dino Crisis. People care. <laughs> people bloody care. People, I care. Can I? I just can I vet for one second? Yeah, please. All the people that care about Dino Crisis don't care about Dino Crisis. It's all <laughs> lies, all fake. It's a Mandela effect. They don't. They're misremembering it. It's yeah. gotta be. I played Dino Crisis two recently, and it ain't good. Top game. It ain't good. It is though. It's a top game. It's absolutely it's as not. Good you know what the as... problem is? Dino Crisis three. That's where it wins the shit. Let me tell you. Bad game. Bad. Bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we've answered your question, Sarah. We've kind of just rambled, but that's kind of what we do. But yeah, I, like, no, no, I'm not for it. I'm, I'm not for it, but that's easy for me to say in my ivory tower of I get every new game. That's, I feel like we're, we're missing. There's something we're missing. We are missing something yeah, in this conversation that we're not touching on, which is, I don't know if it is like Chris said or Matt said about the, the plethora of the titles being third party. I don't know if it's the... I, I do think there's a market out there for a lot of lost titles that we cannot get hold of right now without emulating them, which is illegal. Um, you cannot get hold of some of these titles anymore. And if PlayStation are doing the work to get those, and like I say, when they come out with this catalog, it's going to need to be big. For me to be paying yeah. this type of money, it's going to need to be big. 100%. And I, I yeah. don't think it will be. I don't want the promise of but- more. So what if it's your place, like for people who pay who do the PlayStation Plus, what if it's an added fee on top of that? So instead of it being like, hey, here you have to pay $13 for the service, it's it's a $3 service because you're already paying for PlayStation that's Plus. How they're gonna, that's how they're going to market it. That's how yeah, they're going to market it. 100%. Yeah. That's the thing with like the whole PlayStation or whatever service they do. The thing for me is like, I can't really judge it as is because I don't know how they're marketing it. I don't know what their focus that's is. That's how they're marketing it. it. If they're like, if it's only classics and that's what they're marketing, you're like, that's cool. I might subscribe to it for a month or two. I'm absolutely fine. And I know and understand what that is. But if their goal is like, oh, it's going to be for new games. And then they do their sort of like Xbox in the beginning. It's like, I'll subscribe to it when they have something I care about. Until then, like, I'm cool with it. I don't need it. I have Game Pass. You've hit the nail on the touched. head. Yeah. And I think you touched on something really interesting as well, Fix, where you said, like, the promise of more isn't enough. No. But... If you're going to launch this service and bank on classics and you're going to launch with the big hitters, everything in there, how many people subscribe and for bats. three months 
because there's nothing else coming. Yep. And they know there's nothing else coming because you've you've already loaded the system with everything. Yeah, no, I think I think Crash is hitting the nail on the head. That's how they market it, which is they can't compete with the dollar, but they can compete with the free dollar. What do you mean free dollar? It's now get PlayStation Classics for only three dollars more on top of your PlayStation Plus subscription. That that's an easy sell. That to me is an easy sell. Easy. I'll I'll pay what three extra dollars, and I get yeah. a plethora of new games and more games coming. Yeah, sure. But the the idea of sixteen pound a month, hell no. But three dollars yeah. a month extra. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I agree. And I think I think it'll be interesting to see it in the marketing of this if they push stuff like the original God of War and, and other stuff like that really heavily because PS Plus subscribers already get all that on PS5. They get their PS Plus collection thing, right? Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people classic, know that they get though. that. That's, that's not, not the classic. Kind of, that's no, 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 I know, I know. I know, but but I think oh. they still oh, push... Saying, oh, sorry, uh, I said original God of War. I didn't yeah. mean that. I meant, I meant, meant 2018 new... God of War. Oh, I meant 2018 yeah. God of War. Um, I still think they put that front and center as like, of course. look what's on the service. It's like, yeah, that yeah. was always there, you I got you. I got you. Well, we went, we went mad long on that, Sarah. Thank you very much for the question. I appreciate it. We'll do this next. Jesus crumbs. I was thinking of getting a text. No, no, it's more. I'm looking. I'm reading this. I'm reading this email where I'm like, damn, this is a long email, Zygo. I don't want to do that one this week. Let's not do that one this week. I want to do. I want to do. Mr. Mitch's question, which says, how do you feel about the narrative of, quote, I'm so glad I didn't buy X because it's on Game Pass. I feel for developers at uh, IDOS Montreal who had to hear that narrative this week, uh, paired with the fact that that the great game they made failed to meet sales expectations. Um, how do I feel? Uh, Matt, how do you feel? This is, you, this is um, you, you game. You care about this game a lot. How do you Yeah, feel? For, for more context, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is coming to Game Pass, which I didn't know when I uh, read Mr. Mitch's question. I was like, what does this mean, guys? And you were like, it's coming to Game Pass. I was like, oh, that's great. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of heartbroken to learn that it didn't meet sales expectations um, because I loved Guardians of the Galaxy, as everybody knows. And as I always say, I'm a little bit biased because I'm a massive Marvel fanboy and I love everything. Um, but yeah, I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it's a shame that it didn't meet sales expectations. I didn't hear a massive amount of people at the time saying, I'm not going to buy it because it's going to come to Game Pass. It no. surprised me that it's coming to Game Pass. Um, and so I think I've heard that narrative around other games. Um, Death Store was a big one and, and a couple of other stuff like that. Hades may be a bad example. But um, I hear it more with like indie games than I did for like Guardians of the Galaxy, which I feel like people were, you know, it was in game of the year discussions everywhere. Right. And, and stuff like that. Um, I think it's ultimately a good thing that it's coming to game pass and that more people will get to play it. And, um, you know, it, it can reach that wider audience, you know, like kids who love Marvel, who can't persuade their parents to drop 70 bucks on it, but they have game pass. Great. Now they can play it and they're going to rave about it. Um, so I think ultimately it's a good thing for Guardians of the Galaxy. I think there's definitely an argument to be made that it's it's um, it's a, a a dangerous thought process. I don't, I'm not sure if dangerous is the right word there, but um, it's something I've heard, and, and it is a shame, I, I think. I think that I'm so glad I didn't buy 
X game because it's coming to Game Pass. It's a very personal thing. I don't think it's an, it's a commentary on the game. It's more so I'm thankful I didn't put my money into the game because people have a limited amount of resources. Yeah. Maybe like if they had gotten Guardians of the Galaxy, they couldn't got the other game that they ended up getting instead. And it works out they get to play both games. I don't necessarily take that as a negative. I understand where people could perceive it. And I know you mentioned indie games, but the conversation with indie games is I'm not going to buy that game because it's coming to Game Pass. This is a past tense. And I think the the perspective's slightly different, but it's an important distinction to make between the two, I feel like. Um, where one is for sure toxic, the one I'm I see that game, but that's like a Game Pass game. And I'm I'm I do that as well. I'm not yeah. going to talk about it. Like, I don't do that. Like, oh, that looks like a cool game. If it comes to Game Pass, I'll play it. Right. Um, and I do think there are issues with that. Um, and in general, I think there, there are people who look at Game Pass and they won't necessarily buy a game or whatever, even if they really enjoy it. And I do think to some degree, you should support a game in some sort of way if you can be it buying a microtransaction or whatever the case is with the game. I'm not saying you have to work within your means if you can to support a game to show them that you really do enjoy it, but I don't think you need to because you have to remember the deal to get the game on Game Pass. That doesn't happen for free. Money's exchanged for that to happen, so. Oh, wah, 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 wah. Multi-com... I don't care! Bruv, you didn't meet the sales expectations. You know why you didn't meet the sales expectations? Because you didn't market it that good. You know why the marketing didn't work that well? Because there was another game that came out that was trash around Marvel. And that was always going to be the case. I'm not going to sit here and feel bad for multi-billion, million-dollar companies. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. It's not going to happen. No, I don't feel any type of way. Bruv, you lot don't... This is... I'll tell you this right now. You lot don't understand what it must be like growing up in the ends if you're feeling any type of way. Bro, my mum couldn't scratch two pennies together. To buy me video games. So damn straight I feel good this game's coming to Game Pass. And some kid in the hood who loves bloody Guardians of the Galaxy is now going to get to play the game. Because their mum couldn't. You're thinking about it on the we're all grown men sat here. And we earn wages and we can pay out. and da, da, da. Bruv, I'm not worried. Do they still have jobs? Yes, they still have jobs. Are they going to get another crack at another game? Yeah, they are. Did some people probably lose their jobs? Yeah, that's business. But no, you're not going to catch me sat here talking about, oh man, it sucks that someone didn't buy the game because they thought it was coming to Game Pass. Bruv, people, go we're in a pandemic still. You're not forgetting that. World War Three might be happening. You're not forgetting that. Like, bro, we're worrying about, we're worrying about billion dollar companies. You know what happens when, when Square Enix missed their sales um, projections for many years? Microsoft will go buy them. Or Sony will go buy them. Or Amazon will go buy them. Or Google will go buy them. No, I'm not worried about they missed their sales expectations. And no, I'm not worried about the fact that someone will say they're not buying a game because it's coming to Game Pass. Because you don't know that person's circumstance. We are all yeah. not built with silver spoons in our mouth. And we are all not in the same privileged positions. And we don't all earn the same. And you don't know what people are going through. Stop worrying about what Twitter's saying about a situation and then apply it to actual real world situations there are people out there who love gaming there are people out there who cannot afford to game they can't afford it it's not accessible to them game pass then makes it accessible for them and they get to play not only 
the biggest games in the world, day one when it comes to Xbox's first party. But they also get to, like Chris just said, Square didn't do this for free. They got paid to do this. It's didn't just get added to Game Pass out the goodness of their heart to get more players. They got paid. So no, I'm not losing no sleep, let me tell you. Yeah, and if Edios Montreal gets the bad end of that stick, that's on Square Enix. That's Square as a company, bro. With them and that's not on... That's not on the... It's also a $60 game. Right. It's like... You can't it's, put it's, it on the consumer. $60 is a lot of money. You cannot put this on the consumer. You know, if, if a game comes out that you care about, like Chris said, support it. Dude, I love no pixel. Absolutely love it. I pay him a hundred dollars a month to play in no pixel. That's how much it cost me for priority. So if it disappeared, at least I could say, well, I tried. I supported it. But the what? So I should make someone feel bad because they pay for they don't pay for priority to get in. No, they can't afford it. It's the, it's the same thing, but we're all talking about on a different level because this is Square Enix. They've got money. Nah, bro, I'm not I'm not gonna sit on this podcast and say I'm I'm worried about it. Like I say, when it comes to jobs and things like that, all day long. But no, you're not gonna shame because that's what we're doing now. We're shaming people for them saying, Oh, they they waited and now the game didn't do well and now we will never get a sequel. Bro, you don't know people's circumstances. Yes. You don't know it. If people didn't buy the game and the game doesn't get a sequel, it's because people didn't buy it. You can spin whatever narrative you want on it. It's you didn't market it good enough. Your game just wasn't good enough. Um, Bro, this game was always going to do bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, Why you coming, because Square, coming, Square off the, Marvel. coming off the back of the last Avengers game. Not, not God. Guardians. I love Guardians. We all love Guardians. Guardians are still beat here. They're beat here. Compared mm -hmm. to Iron Man and the other yeah. characters that we got in the Avengers game. And I know what you're thinking. It's like, but they're totally different games. The everyday consumer doesn't know that, though. They don't understand that to that same level. I, yeah, I agree. The everyday consumer doesn't know that they're both Square games. That they're, that they're any way related. Yeah. I, no, they do. I struggle to believe. They do. No, what? They know that. They know that. They are Marvel properties. Period. Sure. Done. Not Square. I agree with you on Square on the publisher and the developer side of things. But, but you, nobody know, thinks... you know that FIFA is FIFA every year. Nobody thinks Spider-Man 2 is going to suck because Avengers sucked. No. Spider-Man 2 is a PlayStation game. Is... Marvel is not a PlayStation um, uh, I was going to say Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is not a PlayStation game. Avengers is not a PlayStation game. Okay. I, I like. I understand what you're saying. I I think. Yeah, but think about. I think what people I were think... wary going into this game. I think yeah. people. Some people didn't like the looks of the characters. Nope. I think some people. I agree with that. Gameplay looks I agree with boring. that. I, I agree think with there that. was a lot of gripes. We were all surprised that the story's it. good. We're surprised by yeah. that. Not that we yeah. we are all going into Spider Man, three, knowing that the story's going to be at least good. Two. Oh yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Miles Morales. Oh, Miles Morales is not two. No, you're right. Spider Man. I think they're calling it. Yeah, two. You're right. You're right. We're all going into Spider-Man 2. Screw Spider-Man. We're all going into Gears of War, the next Gears of War game, expecting a good story at least. Whether it yeah. is or not, we're expecting a good story. Do you know why? Because what has become before it has been a good story. I get what you're saying where it's like, unfortunately, Marvel is Marvel. This isn't Marvel, Marvel films. We know that MCU films are going to be dope. Even now, we're going to start getting it with 
Morpheus and Venom yeah. and we still look at some people don't even know they're not in the MCU or they are in the MCU or whatever the bloody whatever hell is going on right <laughs> yeah. now you know like people are treating it the same way which is like I didn't like that thing so I probably won't like this thing that's as simple as also, it is also with Spider-Man Spider-Man's like Spider as big as the Avengers are Spider-Man's Spider bigger than them yeah no, I agree I agree with that I agree with that, yeah, I agree with that. so it's like I don't think it's necessarily a fair comparison to make. Batman's really good as well, just so you're all aware. That's all I'm a saying. For my GN. That's all I'm saying. I didn't so. even put it together. I, I know you went to the premiere, but I didn't put together that you'd seen the film for some reason. Yeah. Like <laughs> the a fucking Batman. Muppet. I've seen it. Oh my God. It's good. Say something it's and I'll spoil it all for you. I won't. Oh my God. Oh I'll my God. Something. I signed paperwork. I will leave bit. this car I, right I, 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 I signed paperwork. I wouldn't <laughs> Two man no podcasts real stressed. quick. I'm going to go to the movies to see that. Fun fact. You are. Congratulations. Mm. Sorry, I, I hope I didn't come off too 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 brash and like aggressive. I think there. it's a good perspective. But I just nah, bro. Like we're some some people got too much money and cents out here to be worrying about billion dollar million dollar companies and their feelings. Like no, stop it. That's just add two cents. What I would say is, um, as big as that team is and like mm -hmm. you say like the, this billion dollar company um you can tell that that there's a certain level of of like love and care put into that game and those 100%. characters and there are people on that team who really give a fuck about the galaxy and 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 so um i'm much more excited to see a guardians of the galaxy 2 if it gets enough people to play it on game pass and then it gets sort of lifted up and then do you really think not no way Oh man, that makes me sad. Oh yeah, sorry. No <laughs> you way make that me gets sad. A, no way that gets a sequel. I think there's a possibility that team works on a different game, a different Marvel game. Oh yeah. I think with how well it received it was, but I don't think uh I don't think a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Because if it didn't meet sales expectations and they had to go to Game Pass. Um, but who do you do? Deal like... should have been the Game Pass deal should have been like the cherry on top with the whole yep. how much they sold and everything um where here it's probably to match what they wanted out of um what they were perceiving they would get from the game or whatever this, this is my thing they didn't negotiate a crap contract on this they negotiated enough money to make it worth their while to probably break even we're now going to complain to people for breaking even just saying give it some thought <laughs> i'm just saying give it some thought um we're gonna leave the questions for there and we'll jump into what's been in our box but before we do so Chris, can you check the reviews over on the uh Ooh, my xbox oh, yeah. and me podcast app um i don't actually know where we yeah. sit right now we've got no new ones in the uk so Come you guys, on, UK you guys are letting us down we're sitting at a 4.8 out of 5 in the uk currently and you know what if you're in the us get your vpn on drop a little drop a little no. uk review through the vpn <laughs> no do I that. want the review. I want to read the review. Fix us in the review. All right, then, if you're anywhere, there's a that isn't the US. There's a new review. Oh, you got one. There's a new review. Uh, headline: Fantastic. <gasps> Five stars. <gasps> yeah. TDWP heart. It's like okay. the lowercase than a three. Okay. Okay. Um, my Xbox Me is a stellar podcast that made quick work of getting into my regular rotation of podcasts. Yeah. The host's chemistry, humor, and enthusiasm make this podcast a clear standout in the podcast space. One of the greatest things about the show is that it posts on Sundays. Oh, Jesus. 
Oh Jesus! <laughs> that's uh, whoa. Whoa. Uh, just whoa. just to just to clear that up, that's because uh, I'm 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 doing it wrong. It's meant to be out on Fridays. Oof. Uh, so when you've gone through the weekly shows and want to listen to something new on the weekends, Fix is here to save the day. Yo, that's me. That's me. Appreciation for Fix's dedication. He is not afraid to record on Christmas or do a one-man show just to make it happen. That's right. Damn straight. Shut up. Thank you. Shout out me. Thank you, Crash. Thank you. Bad time I started getting some. Bad time I started getting my. I was going to say the person's name, but it just says TWP. Shout out TWP. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. Do you know what I forgot to do on the podcast this week? Last week, actually, last week. Uh, I want to give a little shout out to somebody who's a long time listener. Long time listener. You know who I'm talking about, Crash, right? Do you? No? Maybe not. Um, Little Smitty. He's listened to this podcast. For many, many years. I don't know if he's listening still or not, but he was the first person to ever send me a photo of him listening to the podcast like out of the country. Um, he, him and his beautiful wife are expecting their second child. So Ooh, a big congratulations congrats. to Lil Smitty. You are an absolute legend. You've been supporting me for many, many years and you've been a big, big, big fan of this podcast. So I hope you're still listening. Please let us know in the emails <laughs> if you are. Uh, and if not, you know, well, I still appreciate you. So keep being amazing. <laughs> Keep being amazing. All right, what's in our box? Let's get through it before we get out of there. What you've been playing, Matt P? Elden Ring, talk to me, baby. Obviously, the Elden Ring. I have only put the two hours into it that I streamed, two and a half hours that I streamed okay. on the Max Books Mean YouTube channel. So if you want to see exactly what I think of Elden Ring as it's happening, then go to the Max Books Mean YouTube channel and check out the stream or join me next Monday where I'll be streaming even more Elden Ring. This but Monday. I will have played some between this Monday, next Monday. This- this, this Monday. coming Monday? This How do you Monday. say that? This no, Monday. Monday. It'd be the next Monday. Oh, this Monday coming. Yeah. That Which is the next Monday. next Monday. Well, it's not the next Monday. It's this, this Monday, Monday already happened. No. no. This Monday happened. How about this? How about this? Every Monday until I get bored. Until you're done. Or until until I'm done or until you guys get bored. Yeah. Um. But I yes, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's it's yeah, I'm a big Souls fan anyway. Um and, and yeah, it's it's scratching that itch for sure. Deathly hard and uh the world I think is interesting. Like I said, I think I think the um the story, the kind of baseline story of of what you're trying to achieve is actually relatively well laid out for a Souls game. Um and so um I'm on board and I'm I'm holding on tight for the ride of my life. Crash, you were twenty hours in last time we spoke. Where are we looking at now? 20 plus hours in i played <laughs> I, I played i just don't know how much deeper i am in a that. solid 20 minutes into um, it put a, 20 minutes since i last played uh my thoughts are pretty much the same i'm loving the game i think it's fantastic i think i think it is the best souls experience i think i've doubled down on that statement so far um mind you i don't view sekiro and bloodborne souls experiences but that's a conversation for a different day bloodborne i think you can make the argument secure i don't think uh, so. i agree with that i agree um, with that. Uh, do I? I don't know <laughs> but <laughs> yeah it's uh it's really good i really enjoy it i think it's i i will agree with what matt said as well um it is just to reiterate i don't think this should be person's first uh souls game necessarily um unless you've liked them and you've You've enjoyed them, but the pacing felt weird. I feel like this could alleviate that for you. 
if you enjoyed the idea of it, but you didn't like the pacing of it, I think the free roam option is cool. But I've seen a lot of people, this being the first Souls game they you jump into, um, and I think that can be kind of more punishing in a weird way. Um, I've seen some people say they don't like not knowing where to go, and the game is very vague where, with where you should go. It's really, it's really, um, what's the game everybody's comparing it to? Breath of the Wild. Uh, Breath of the Wild and that idea that they just put you in the world and you go wherever you want. I right? I'm going to hate at this least, game. At least Breath of the Wild forces you to do a tutorial. I skipped the tutorial for Elden Ring, which is fine for me because I've played Souls games before. It's look, Souls games are hard and it's teaching you your first lesson. Be an inquisitive person. <laughs> you see something down there, jump for the shiny thing. Because <laughs> you have opportunity to look down there. There's a ghost you talk to, and the sure. ghost says, you know. I've played I, Souls games before. I know not to trust people falling down <laughs> holes. That's what I know. <laughs> that's actually a really good point um yeah a lot of people actually didn't do that apparently it's a really, really big deal i went back to it later thinking like okay now now i'm up for it and i was like oh now i'm in the tutorial after an hour and a half or whatever I'll be yeah. honest the tutorial doesn't really prepare you for anything because it's really really easy like really really easy sure I, i'm not I gonna like this cool. game i don't think so it sounds like everything i hate yeah i don't think I don't think this is a U game. It's hard. It's open. It's long. Doesn't have any story that's in your face and understandable. And there's lots of text. It sounds like hell. Yeah, I don't think it's it's your type of game, to be yeah. honest. If you weren't talking about Elden Ring then, yeah. you could have been talking about Resident Evil. Absolutely not. Ooh, that's a good point. Wow, Elden Ring's just a, a bigger scale Resident Evil. It's just a fantasy Resident Evil. That's what we Resident doing Evil has story. That's actually not wrong. Yeah, story that you read via notes. Do you know we've we've spoken about this before? I hadn't read the notes until I until I got with Haley. I was eighteen. <laughs> I was eighteen. <laughs> that is mad. Mad. That, oh, no, that's, love, that's beyond you'll, mad. You'll you'll love. Um, I was going to call it Dark Souls. Um, Elden, Ring. Elden Ring story. You'll love it. It's fantastic. Okay. But this, but this is why I get myself in sense. trouble, though. Because I'll play a game like this, and I'll be like, there's no story. And then people will be like, you're a fucking idiot. And I'm like, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> there is story. It's just, you have to... It has to be a type of you story. You have to enjoy being inquisitive about it. You have to want to know what the story is. Do you know you how inquisitive know, I am? Do you know how inquisitive, inquisitive I am? At all. I don't even know what the word inquisitive means. That's how inquisitive uh, I am. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know how to explain it. It's just a word. You have Words to be, literally you have a meanings. sense of wonder. A sense of wonder. Have Bro, I play roleplay. I've got a sense of wonder. No, you don't. So you're telling me you don't plan out what your story is going to be before it happens? No. You don't go, I want my character to go in this direction and then work towards that direction happening. Okay, yeah. You're removing part of the wonder right away. It's not like, I wonder what's going to happen to my character today. Yeah, I can't do that, bro. I don't have the time for that anymore. I think as That's well, fair. like, yeah. I, I feel like Elden Ring punishes you for not being inquisitive and not exploring. Like, Elden Ring, like, it's like, hey, open world, this is new for Souls games, right? But we're going to show you a literal golden path. If you follow that path, you're in trouble. <laughs> 
you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Basically, like you just don't stand a chance. So then I think that is its way of forcing you to interact with the world more. Um, but it also feels like a, a massive roadblock to be like, it sounds it's fun. an open world game, but yeah, try it. Yeah. No, it just, but, it, it sounds like it to me, it sounds like if you're somebody who's got time on your hands and mm, you ain't got mm. a, like, you ain't got other commitments. I was about to say you ain't got a life. That's not fair. Um, you, you ain't, you've got, you haven't got other commitments. This could be your game for a while and you oh, can yeah. just enjoy it. Yeah. Every oh, minute yeah. of every second I, and every credit of it. I know that word, crush. I don't know inquisitive, but I know crescive. I think that's how you say it. Crescive? Crescive? Crevice? Crevice. Fuck! God damn it! Until you doubted yourself, I was going to let you have it. I was going to crush you. I tried so hard. I tried so hard. To be fair, I've already like started going like, Oh, I could really start a new playthrough and do a different type of character in this. I've immediately done that. You can, I don't remember if you can do it in the other Souls games. I know in the early ones you can't. You can respec your character after a certain point in this one. Uh, you, you can in Elden Ring. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. Is, you um, ha you'll be like around level 50 when you get to that point. So it's like. I can't remember that being in in Souls either, games but before, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was. It would, yeah, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if it was. It could also be just a, some sort of like obtuse thing all the way in the corner that you might not interact with. Um, yeah. But yeah, this one is like pretty on the main path when you um, come into it, and so I respect my character right away. I was like, I've seen all these cool um, magic and faith stuff that you can do, and I was like, I'm respecting my character because I want Vagabond to start off with, and I was yeah. like, I'm gonna be a nighty boy, and I always go. In this game, I was like, I'm gonna be a spell, I'm gonna be a spell sword type of character. I'm gonna use a sword and magic. And I want Vagabond. I always, every time I play a Souls game, I go at night and immediately I do this. I'm like, I regret my decision so much. I should have went harder into the magic. I'm I'm the Which same. And and so yeah, I went um I went for the I can't remember what it's called, the faith one, the mixture of faith and dexterity. Um, was it the astrologist or is that a different no one? different one? It doesn't matter anyway. Um but yes, I, I agree with you that I am already thinking about like, ooh, which should I play next? And which should I go for next? And which weapon should I go for next? And yada, yada, yada. Um, in my next playthrough. Um, what I would say is if you are brand new Souls games and you are going to try Elden Ring, I would keep it simple um, and, and probably go for a, a classic sort of warrior, uh, hitty, hitty, big think, sword character. I think Vagabond's a good character to start with. I agree. I agree. Hey, don't stop on my record. I like the fact you know. Nah, I just don't understand the words you're fucking saying. Vagabonds Get on it, Fix. And... Come on. Me and Crash will jump in with you. Bro. I would. Bro. I'll help you beat every single boss in that game. I would, yeah, but there's a problem with that. He don't got the time. Bro, if you watch just... I know we, I know this is my Xbox me, but if you watch the Can't They Dot Crash? No. I don't like documentaries. No, 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 dude, dude. This is this is a different level, bro. This is, this is. Oh, I'm gonna talk to you off the podcast. This is mad. It's mad. Mad. I know. Okay. I know. It's it's mad. Okay. Um, we're skipping <laughs> news because it. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to do it. Oh, can I'm we just do the first story? You just want to take the piss that Skull and Bones is like, you know, a bat. That's all you want to do. Coming out. Ubisoft says Avatar, Skull and Bones, and other games are set to release in April 2023. Sounds like an April Fool's joke. Skull and Bones, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> it definitely does exist, and it's going to come out, and nobody's going to play it. It's going to, that's, and then people are going to send us um, 
email saying, oh, do you feel bad because they worked really hard on it for many, many years and no one Straight to Game Pass. <laughs> Bro, don't be shocked. I, straight straight to PlayStation now to plus. Be fair, to be fair, I think Mitch was referring to the individual people at EDOS Montreal. No, but I don't care. Worked in the game. Fix don't care. No, you can't do that because you can't say that. I agree with you. That may be his attention, but as soon as you put a monetary value to that, you can't do that. You can't make me feel bad because I don't want to spend my money. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. To be no, not you. But I'm saying people. Uh, okay. Yeah, but to be fair, Mitch's point was like people being vocal about it, not that people do it. Bro, they live in you. Mitch lives in Canada. I don't and near America. I don't disagree. Freedom with you. of speech. That's all you lot tell me. We got freedom of speech. We got freedom of speech. You guys don't have freedom of speech. Sometimes, you know, like bro, you can't use that excuse against me. Bun them. I don't disagree with you. I'm just trying to like. I'm just trying to defend them a little bit. Bro, I've got developer friends. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's not like I don't have friends that are developers. But they they wouldn't make me feel guilty for not spending my money on their game. So I'm not gonna let somebody else make me feel guilty when you're not in a position to. Skull and Bones is going to come out. It's going to fail. We all know that. It's one thousand percent. I'm so, I'm what? sorry. That doesn't, bro. It could, I'd be shocked. I don't. I don't even think if it got tens, it would matter. I yeah. still don't think people would care. I think. I don't think people care about that ship combat at this point. The time what? for that to release was was when Black right Flag came Black out. <laughs> like when they announced it, <laughs> bro. It's, it's, people, don't, just, people don't want that at this People point. don't care. I think yeah. but the problem is they're at that point, aren't they? Where it's like, we've already put too much into this to not release it. So It must be... Well, I don't know. I was well, going to say it must be a wildly different game to what we've seen previous, but I don't even necessarily think that's true. The only, way I, would, the only way I would care about Skull and Bones is if they go back and they're like, here, we're going to make a spiritual successor to Black Flags that's not set in the Assassin's Creed universe. Crash? That is the only way that's what I it's care gonna about be. it. I guarantee you... No it way. A, it, I guarantee I, you it is a, a, a Assassin's Creed game. original... Or an, like, you know, like the original Assassin's Creed? I can yeah. see they've gone... They've gone, okay, what do we do? All right, people have been bitching that we don't have enough stealth. Let's give them a stealth game at this point. And we still got our ships and stuff. I can 100% see it being that. 100%. I'd be super down. But I don't think you'd it's You'd be that. super down, but it still oh. won't be good. Oh. Look, pizza bet. <laughs> it don't get more than a I'm seven. I'm not making pizza bet on it. Pizza bet. It don't get don't, more than I'll a seven. I'll make pizza bet on game scores. Not going to make pizza bet on game scores. It don't get more than a seven on IGN. I pizza bet. Harder. I get that. We've talked about this before. Of like yeah. making a pizza bet that something is bad feels that, no, in bad no. I didn't say bad. <laughs> seven. You say it doesn't get sevens. Does, no, does it get more than a seven? He said more than a seven. That's fair. On what? But you also said it's IGN. Not I don't even know who's reviewing it. That's who I'm, I'm going with. I would, uh, I, would, I would make a pizza bet that it's not a third-person action-adventure game. I right, bet. Because it's not, right? Like What I they've bet. shown so far of it is it's ship combat. Wait, wait, right? wait, 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 right, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I don't, don't have any. Bet. I don't have any inside knowledge at all. Okay, I reword it in a way that's not third-person action adventure game because technically a boat game, a game where you ride a ship, it's or you're person, controlling a ship, yes. is a third-person no, no. action we're, we're adventure. No, we're speaking game. literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he's not wrong. Of okay. technicality. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. You do not control an individual 
person in that captain. game. Yes, I bet. Deal. Piece of bet. I think, it's, I think it's a ship <laughs> game. It's a ship gonna, game. It's not. They're gonna give you. A, they're gonna give you a captain not, to customize. I swear, yeah, the last trailer they put the out time. showed like people walking around on the ship. And uh, you yeah, I, I, them. they showed mm. people on the ship. Yes, because it's a ship game, <laughs> and people need to be on the ship to shoot cannons. Oh yeah. <laughs> not a hundred. This I, game comes this, Game Pass Day One. Can we all play it together? <laughs> it's co-op. Yeah. Oh, Bro, so has anyone played Crossfire X yet? No. No. <clears throat> we were supposed to do a... Game night on the Sunday. You didn't message me. Thank God I was knackered. I thought you were just busy. No, I was knackered. I was literally knackered. I'm so... I'm going away this weekend. You like know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm so ready to not do anything. It's going to be amazing. Let's plug, plug, plug and get yourself out of here. Uh, Matt P, what you got to plug this week, my guy? <laughs> Uh, go to the YouTube channel and subscribe and hit that bell and then you'll get notified when I go live and play some Elden Ring and you can join me and tell me to get good Fresh um, Go on to the iTunes, leave a review uh, Go to the YouTube Subscribe, we've actually been losing subscribers on the what? YouTube page. We have, we have, we have Is that my fault for streaming Elden Ring? Crazy. No, 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 it's not your my... fault, Matt. It's I... all your fault. No, I think it's um, my I think fault. It's just I think it's my fault. The delayed it's, releases of the podcast and stuff consistency. like that. Consistency. Yeah. For, for a new channel to be successful, you need to upload more than once a week, number one, which, uh, which doesn't help with us because we do a podcast. It's a podcast channel mainly. And number two is yeah. consistency, and we've had Nevo, so. Yeah. So, yeah. if you could go bump those number ups, that'd be great. And follow the Twitter and all that stuff. Wherever you can find us, find us and follow us. I've got a new song out. It's called Head Pop. That's free releases, guys. That's free releases. Free songs. And Head Pop, my best song yet. By a mile. So, after, I agree with that. After, uh, how many songs are you putting a compilation out? I'm not saying an album. Oh. I'm just oh, saying no, you yeah, re-release yeah, yeah. all so, the songs as a yeah, compilation. You, Crash, this is why you've, know, you've known me for too long. Because I literally, everyone's like, when you put an album out, when you put an album out, I'm like, just wait. I'm literally going to put it out again as an album. And then they're going to go, we've heard all these. And I'll go, I don't care. There's your album. I'm not doing an album. I've been happening. doing singles this whole time. It's you guys singles. haven't been paying attention. If you ain't paying attention, that's on you, isn't it? Um... Yeah, go check out Head Pop. It's on my Spotify page. Um, it's doing really well so far. It's the most viewed song I've had in like the last four days. It's already passed like it's already passed like two and a half thousand streams on Spotify instantly, which is crazy. Um, no one's messaged me about my music from the podcast, so I want you guys to tweet at me at MC Fixer with the hashtag MXAM <laughs> and at least tell me your shit if you don't like it. Like, I just want to hear some people's opinions. Like, is it better than you was expecting? Was it worse than you was expecting? But what if they just haven't listened to it? That hurts my feelings. Go listen to the uh, to, um, head, pop. head Pop. Yeah, man. Yeah, go listen Fresh. to Head Pop. Look up Fix on Spotify, MC Fixer. Best song. Best song. My best song, right? It's your best song. So far. So far. Yeah, go check it out, man. I'd appreciate it. I'd appreciate it. Other than that, uh... Yeah, go follow me on Instagram. I'm posting on Instagram again because I'm going out the house again. I went to see the Batman. I went to. I didn't go to the premiere just so people were aware. I wasn't at the premiere. I was at the media premiere. 
Okay. You didn't get to meet uh, Robert Pattinson. No, he was in London, and I didn't. I know someone who did get to meet him, but no, I wasn't invited to that one for some reason. Guess I wasn't a superstar enough this time. Don't know why. Doesn't make sense to me how I get invited to these things. Period. If I'm being honest with you. Don't they know you? You made head pop. They know that. Do you know what? Crash, you're right. That's why I get invited. What you have to do is you got to bring a Bluetooth speaker next time you walk (laughs) down. You got to play head pop. Pictures. Headshots, man, get gone, hip hop. And everyone's just like, Robert Patterson's there, like, what the hell is this guy doing? Who invited him? You're never, first of all, you get kicked out of the event and you're never going to another event again. Or be worth is it. head pop going to be the soundtrack to the Batman 2 with Robert Patterson? Probably right. one way really there, really if one like of my it. songs get picked up for a film, that would be epic. Into the Spider Verse. Until next you know time. What you got to do? Love you. Leave you. Bye. See you later. Goodbye. Pictures. Headshots. I get called hip hop.